And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Welcome to No Bunts, the baseball show for the casual fan. I'm Tass Bellis, and with me today is the man making the magic happen, JD. Nope. Here I am. There Hello. he is. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of moving parts over a here. A lot of moving parts because <laughs> there's no co-hosts today, but a very, 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 very special co-host filling in. It's New York Mets reliever, but he's not just a pitcher. He's not just a baseball player. He's a gamer. He's a podcaster. He's a DJ. He's a streamer. He does it all. Trevor May. Trevor, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Right on. Um, Listen, we'll get into uh, a cool trivia game a little bit later on that you're very familiar with. But first, I haven't had the chance to talk with anyone about the Red Sox horrendous weekend. Did you see them get smacked by the Blue Jays? (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's one of those scores because I I just had the realization, it's funny, like a couple weeks ago, that how often I check baseball scores. I'm always like, Oh, I don't follow it super closely. And then I realized that, like, I know every score of every game every day. Uh, and I remember scrolling down and being like, yikes. <laughs> so, like, when you see, like, scores like 27 to 5 in the sixth inning, you're you're basically, as a reliever, I'm like, oh, no, which reliever? Like, who wore it? Uh-huh. Or how many guys wore it? And it turns out everyone did that day. <laughs> uh, and then I know that's compounded with a couple other not-so-great not outings and I think I saw a stat like over the last six games they're averaging giving up like nine and a half runs a game which is not ideal um it's one of those things where you're looking around your bullpen and you're like all right guys who's uh who wants to go in <laughs> no i'm good i'm good you no okay well i guess i got it let's hope this goes right. Uh, right it's it's tough man it's tough yeah it was a tough weekend they're kicking around the ball a little bit out there um and bringing up the idea of you sitting around in the bullpen that, that makes me think like if you guys ever look at the, at the out-of-town scoreboard and you see something like 27-5 and you just want to pull out your phone or something does that ever happen oh 100 percent. and and not only that because it's the red Sox, um and we have Adovino this year he 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 loves like checking in on every, all the teams he's been on and like all the guys he played with so he I, I wasn't in the pen when they saw that but I can only imagine how he reacted he's like oh no and he's he probably was trying to guess who like came in and how it all kept because that's just the way his brain works he, he runs through games like that uh so that yeah that like we wish we could go check so we try to get like some information somehow sometimes the bullpen catcher uh can like run in and check or something for yeah. us <laughs> but that would have been one we'd be like hey Rack, go go and check your phone real quick. I gotta I gotta know who pitched in this one. Yes, yes, yeah. I love you telling me that. You guys look up at the scoreboard and figure things out. I actually I saw you tweeting about the All Star game where 
Alec Manoa was on the hill and they had him mic'd up and he was saying, hey, how hard am I throwing? He was talking to the broadcasters. How how hard am I throwing? Do you ever look up at the scoreboard and, and try and figure out? Because you're obviously you know, throwing some heat out there. Do you ever look to see what number you're putting up? I look every single pitch and I am not <laughs> – I am not like there's a stigma against it when you're when you're a young guy coming up through pro ball uh, like you're supposed to like suppress that you know when you're in high school you want to know how hard to turn all the time and you're supposed to suppress you're supposed, to be, supposed to be a pro and not worry about velo all the time yeah never went away for me so um, and I just kind of leaned into it I get I get crap for it and then I'm just like just not only that I look and I look very obviously I don't I, I don't even care about <laughs> like. I literally throw the ball, just look straight up. Um, so yeah, I know pretty much how hard I'm throwing every single pitch if it's uh, if it's up on a board somewhere. And like we 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 notoriously know like which stadiums are the worst. Like Yankee Stadium, the, it's way up in the center field scoreboard in the top right corner. Mm. So you have to turn completely 180 <laughs> and look up. And I do it. I finish and I just. Every time. It's hilarious. I finish differently in Yankee Stadium than I do anywhere else. <laughs> you get on your spin to, to see 180 degrees. That, that is hilarious. Yeah, I saw you tweeting about that, uh, that all pitchers want to know. They, they want to ask the broadcasters. And I wish all pitchers did what you do. This isn't a question. This is more of a, a hat tip to you. The fact that you put out TikToks, you put out YouTube videos of how you hold uh, your pitches. You're very, very active in that. You show, you know, how you're you're holding every single pitch that you throw. The difference between fastball grips that is very, very unique. Um, maybe I'm just trying to butter you up here, but uh, my next question is: You hate the Yankees, right? You're on the New York Mets. I'm wearing a Toronto Blue Jays shirt. I, I hope we share that that communal hate uh, for the New York Yankees. Is that is that fair uh, to say? I think. As a player that still wants to continue playing after this year, I'll probably keep the uh, the word hate out of my, <laughs> my mouth um, because, you know, if I became a member of that team, uh, it would quickly, uh, you know, I'd buy in quick. And, you know, and they have a – they're just historically a very good organization that wins lots of games. And, it's you know, as a player, you can't scoff at that either. You're just like, well, you know, winning's fun, and I would love to be a part of that. So, uh, but I grew up a Mariners fan. Uh, we hate they hate the Yankees uh, <laughs> because I think they've eliminated the Mariners like the last three times they're in the playoffs. And then I played for the Twins, who have lost 19 straight. Pretty much all of those are to the Yankees in the playoffs. And I was a part of being swept by them in the division series in 19. So there's a special place in the heart for Twins fans for Yankees. And so, and then now I play for the Mets. So, like you know, context. Right. You can maybe come to your own conclusion. <laughs> very, very well done. Very, very, very diplomatic of you. And you have a two-game set coming up with the Yankees starting tonight. You get them for a couple more games in August, and you guys are atop each of your uh, divisions there. So, has there been any banter around the the clubhouse about a potential World Series meeting, or is that way too far down the road? It's pretty far down the road, but um, there is something special about the Subway Series. Uh, last year, you know, both at our place and their place um, was was electric, and you know, you're going to sell out because whatever the whoever whichever team is is showing out the biggest is going to fill up that stadium. And right now, we're both very good, and uh, Mets fans are going to come out in in uh, in earnest for sure. Um, and 
that's something growing up as a kid too because when i was 12 was the subway series and the world series and that's when i like got really that's when i started like watching every baseball every single night and i was really getting into it so that was a really cool um it just felt bigger than larger than life uh and so now that i get to be a part of that it's 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 a super super cool it's just like one of those things you walk out on the field and you just take it in because uh it's as close to playoffs without being the playoffs as you can possibly and i'm glad that we get to do get to go in our park first this year um I, i'm excited the pitching matchups are pretty awesome too so unfortunately i'm not quite back and ready to pitch in this leg but um you know with with a little bit of luck i'll be i'll be ready to go for the next time when we go play them in their place um but i'm excited i'm excited and and a subway series would be it'd just be so fun i, I it's just something no matter what happens it'd be one of the coolest it'd be something that you'll always remember so uh i i, I really hope that it happens and that i get to participate in it yeah i know last year you know you talked about their um meeting up with uh, the Yankees last year. You had a great season. I enjoyed your video compilation of all 83 of your strikeouts last year. Uh, I know this year has been uh, frustrating. Uh, is that the word for it? As you've uh, tried to battle through for multiple injuries. So how are you on your, your rehab assignment now? I am feeling very, very good um, right now about where I'm at. And I had to take a couple things back to square one um, and just clean some stuff up. I, I honestly, I came out this year trying to change a couple things, throwing a split finger fastball quite quite a bit, honestly, um, which kind of threw some other things out of whack. And we've I've been able to now over the last couple months work on that more, uh, find places to use it, use the changeup still because it turns out that my changeup affects my fastball in a lot of positive ways. And getting rid of my changeup kind of hurt my fastball in ways that I couldn't have anticipated. And so. Um, like a lot of things like that that I've I've had time to work through. That's a silver lining of of being on the uh, IL. I I think is that you get a little rest, your brain can kind of reset, and you can focus on getting better at certain things uh, that you can't do while you're pitching because you got to be ready to go every single day, and so you have to conserve energy. So like uh, every every moment of every day goes towards going into a game, and then when you remove that, you're able to like break things down and work work through them and. Uh, I try to use that time uh, effectively in that way, and and it's it's been great. I feel I feel really strong and really like this is a weird way to say it, but athletic. <laughs> I feel more athletic than I have maybe in the last couple of years. Uh, more legs under me, and uh, that's going to translate, I think, into feeling good on a day to day basis. And the arm has come along too. Um, you know, just getting used to kind of throwing throwing a lot now i'm tr we're trying to i'm gonna throw it back to back in syracuse soon uh um so that i don't have to like take two days off between every time i pitch i don't want to be that guy that, that has that program i want to be available every day because that's how you say you win a world series gotta have guys to throw so uh mets have you know a week here like like the rest of the mlb before the trade deadline you'll be back hopefully soon to to set up diaz in the pen Jacob DeGrom should come back for you guys, which is obviously a big addition. But is the trade deadline something that you guys always kind of, uh, you know, you're not looking forward to because you're all baseball players and you all have to deal with that? Or is it something that you're, you're, you kind of feel positive that there's a prospect that, hey, maybe Juan Soto will be joining us? Or, or what's the feeling here with a, with a week to go before the deadline? Yeah, that's... That varies wildly, like team to team. I mean, because you know, I've been on sellers. Um, I, I was in coming off Tommy John in eighteen. I was like, 
kind of frustrated and I was in AAA because we had so many guys uh, uh, just I, I wasn't quite ready to come back I was being a starter and uh, without making five trades at the deadline I wouldn't have gotten called back up and I, I don't know where I would be now um, but I'm getting that opportunity so that's like a you kind of excited for the deadline because we saw that coming and actually Ryan Presley who's a good friend of mine getting traded to the Astros is what got me to the back of the big leagues and then mm-hmm. I was able to pitch really well for the next few years so there's those situations and then there's ones like we we're in here in 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 uh, New York where you're always going to be a buyer unless you're way out of it like even if we were 500 we'd still probably be going for it because that's just how that's just how it is in markets like this you can't you can't really pack it in uh, and so it's really exciting this year um, because there's so many pieces and a couple potentially massive stars moving that, uh, you know, uh, Steve Cohen has not been shy about saying he's no. just going to, he's going to freaking go, for, he's going to throw the card on the table. So who knows if he does, like, who knows if that's something. Uh, he wants to do with with a guy like Juan. I know Juan's also in our division, and that's not something that teams used to like to do. Oh yeah, um, but like a guy like Juan, I but you know they're even talking about Otani. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I can't. I don't even know what. We're just trying to wrap our heads around like what an Otani extension even looks like. Like anyone who gets him has to extend him, but like how do you leave it? Or, or even for Arb next year, he's going to make like fifty million in Arb because he's two players. So I don't. <laughs> Like we don't we don't know how any of that looks and it's really exciting. Um, but we know we're in. We're talking to, like the Mets are pretty much in every single conversation at least mentioned. Uh, so, um, and when we got Javi last year, it was it was a lot of it was very exciting. You're gonna get you're gonna get someone who is potentially like a massive a difference difference maker, and uh, uh, to be on a team that's in all those conversations, it's gonna be really interesting to see where we're at in a week. But it's exciting. Uh, we're, we already got Vogie, which who's he's my favorite baseball player. So, <laughs> in my opinion, we already win it. So, uh, I'm I'm good with that. Vogie's your best, uh, your favorite baseball player, just because he's, he's Vogie. He's been my favorite for for a couple years. Him and him and Buxton Byron are are tied now. Yeah, yeah. Who had a great All Star game, obviously as well. Great dude. Um, yeah. uh, speaking about uh, Otani, a pitcher that hits. Uh, I, I wanted to get uh, your feedback on the NL getting rid of the DH. Just now, with the, not not even the prospect of you potentially hitting, how does that feel? I, I know you set yourself up as a batter in the show, uh, like you know, you're you're a ball player. Does that is that? Do you like it or not? I love it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you just keep me out of there. You don't like. I know haha, it'd be funny, and we'd be able to watch it uh, on replay for for months after that, but. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good. I, I gave up on that dream years ago, um, and I'm I'm good with it just being dead. I just, I don't you don't we don't need if I'm in the box something something horrible is happening. We're either like we're in the seventeenth inning, we're like guys just went down, and I don't want either one of those things to happen. So um, we don't want me in the box. We just we I want some some guys who are paid to do that to do it. Yeah, um, and and also the, the like, frankly. We were in a lot of tie games last year, and just seeing guys getting pulled after the fifth inning just so we can pinch hit and maybe scratch a run across, and then another one or two bullpen guys had to pitch every day. I hated that mm-hmm. because it, it was it didn't feel like strategy. It felt more like like you have to do it because pitchers are almost worthless in the in the box. Yeah, and I'm like, then why do we do this? <laughs> so getting the DH allows starting pitchers 
just like you don't have to worry about that anymore and it allow a starting pitcher to maybe get scrape scrape another inning out of the, out of themselves or or go a little deeper into the game and they appreciate that uh and we appreciate that and then the dh becomes a whole they now they have 50 30 teams that they can go to um so i think it's just generally for players just long term it's just a better situation even though maybe having a little bit of a better hitter in there is not so much so fun um people always act like well it's just a nine hitter no it's like a you you go from a lineup with uh you know trevor may in it to nelson cruz like Mm -hmm. who wants to you know that's the difference it's oftentimes it's their best hitter is now in the lineup uh so like like otani for example um if he were in the nl he wouldn't be well i mean yeah he just hit for himself but you know like you have to make that decision right so um, yeah, I like I like it. I was I'm I'm a I'm a fan. Uh, it's funny I haven't seen it mentioned much at all this year. No, everyone's totally. like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I told you it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's become an afterthought, uh, and I love how such a traditional game like baseball that's always you know you know trying to keep up with the traditions of the game just said screw it. No, uh, and, and they had to because, like you said, uh, a pitcher in the box is just. It's 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 almost embarrassing at times. It's just it's it's so most odd. of the time it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, most of the time it's just like, okay, well, two outs, you're like, all the innings over. Got base loaded doesn't matter. You're like, this is not, he's not going to get anything. I, think, I, think, I know, I know. It's exciting when something does happen, but it just doesn't happen enough. No, it's only think, one Jacob Degrom. You know. Yeah, I think I saw a stat that it's literally last year, pitchers struck out fifty percent of the time. Like, that is a How's that fun? Dumb number. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad they did away with it. And I'm glad you agree. And that's a great point about the starting pitchers. Just want to pitch. And so that's uh, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, not only uh, are, are you a pitcher, obviously, but you're a basketball fan as well. Um, so we got this question from uh, our friend Mark Scholl, who, uh, who actually uh, set up this interview. So shout out to Mark Scholl. Uh, he wanted to know which MLB players would make the best starting lineup in the NBA. Um, Ooh. What MLB players make the best starting lineup in the NBA? Yeah, I, I mean you don't have um, to go like guard, forward, or whatever. But uh, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> you do uh, it every. <laughs> who is playing? Like my real, in my head, I'm like, who is the who's the five? Mm-hmm. Who's the baby? so? Uh, um, I'd say you know I don't know I don't know how good this this guy's going to be at basketball. He probably didn't play much basketball, but. Um, um, and correct me if I'm saying the name correct uh, incorrectly, but O'Neill Cruz, yeah, he's O'Neill right. or O'Neill, O'Neill from yeah. the Pirates. Yeah, let's just say, yeah, he's that's Kevin. He's our Kevin Durant. Um, the guy's a freak. Okay, freak athlete, and he's six seven. So we'll put him as shooting guards. Uh, our center, I actually, I throw Taiwan Walker in there. Okay, uh, at the four, um, he he can hoop a little bit. Uh, I'll just I'll put. Degrom at the three, just because he's good at everything, and I don't know if he's ever touched a basketball, but I'm just <laughs> assuming he's better than me. Um, so you're not going in there yourself? Uh, you know what? What I say, what I say for Ty, Ty's the power forward. I'll put myself in at five. All right, that's that's a good move. I'll get in and bang. I, I'm not a, I'm not a agile guy, but uh, rebounds and and like post moves, I got those, and I think. I would surprise a lot of people with my basketball skills because I'm actually pretty good at basketball. There you go. Um, I'll never forget it. I had a teammate in high A 
for some reason, I don't know why we did this. We were young, we were idiots. Uh, <laughs> on an off day, we went to like a LA Fitness and just like shot around, and then we played some pickup. And uh, his name was Juwan James, and he 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 was going to go to Florida State to play. He got drafted out of high school, but he was going to play basketball and baseball at Florida State. So he's a very good basketball player. Um, and I'll never. He looked at me. He's like, dude, I'll be honest. You. I've never seen you look remotely athletic until today. <laughs> and that meant like it was a backhanded compliment, but I was like, that means so much to me. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I actually had to miss a start that year because my forearm was sore from dunking. So, uh, but point guard, who would be our point guard? Um, well, that's great. I need a point guard. Um, hmm. Who, who would be a really good ball handler slash oh, Lindor, Frankie. Lindor, beauty. I was going to say Altuve. He'd be a Chris Paul type, 100%. He'd manage the offense, tons of assists, and he can – it's quick. All right. So Lindor, DeGrom, Cruz, Walker, and May, your starting five. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. A solid Four start. Mets and O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to your podcasting because uh, I listened to your May Contain Action Pod, and I didn't know what was happening. Uh, it was uh, – yeah, I just – I'm just not a gamer, but I enjoyed I enjoyed the chat. This is a question I've always wanted to know. Is Animal Crossing a good game? Phenomenal game. People love it. Um, it's a little bit too kitty. Well, I can't say that because I play Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's not a it's it's not as sandboxy as I would like. It's not as like open. It's kind of uh, uh, there's kind of a couple specific ways to play but a lot of people love it and it's just a really well-made game it's one of nintendo's best games i've ever made i think um so you play a ton of games as you said uh you play minecraft overwatch uh from my research world of warcraft fortnite on your uh, twitch channel but is there a game that you play that you don't stream um game that i played on stream i no there's nothing that i've i've played and then never streamed um, but there's a few that I'll go back to and not to stream as much because it's not a great streaming game. To be honest, Minecraft is one that I play pretty much exclusively now, and I don't stream it that much. Um, I make I actually just make YouTube videos for that. Uh, but I play a game called TFT, which is a League of Legends like ch- auto ch- chess game, kind of like a strategy game. Um, that one's a, a guilty pleasure that I'll pop in. And then every once in a while, I'll play like a single-player game. I, was, I played Elden Ring for a little bit. Um, just off stream and and uh, yeah, like like games like that. They're like story games where like if you've played it, you know what happens. Don't usually do very good on, on stream. They're kind of boring because if anyone's played, it, especially if it, if it's old at all, like if it's been around for a while, then everyone knows what happens. So it's not mm-hmm. that fun to watch. Um, and uh, Apex Legends, I'll, I'll play a little bit off stream too. That's my shooter at the moment, um, and I'll pop in every once in a while. I'm playing a little bit more show. That will be the show, but I play that a lot on stream. So, all right. Um, just speaking of the YouTube videos that you make, I, I watched a video of you playing Subnautica, uh, which <laughs> you're shaking your head because you have a fear of water. Oh, which, horrible! Which, it's a, it's a real fear, um, and you hate it so much that during this video you almost puked. Is that true? Did you almost puke, or are you just a great actor? Yeah, no, horrifying. Like that is the worst. <laughs> That the clip we're watching right now. That's the worst. Uh, I just having something being underneath me is like, like 
it freezes me. Uh-huh. I, I, I can't, like, I get, if I'm in water, like, I and I, they said, hey, there's something underneath you, I would lock up to where I couldn't wade or couldn't, like, tread water. Uh, and that's, it's horrible. I think that over the years, my wife kind of mentions a lot of my aquaphobia. And it's just gotten worse and worse and worse without, like, ever going out and doing anything. But we did, we, last summer when we were up here, we went to the Rockaways, uh, just outside the city. And, uh, we were out in the water, and there's lots of seaweed, but a crab. I like kind of touched, brushed against a crab with my foot. I lost it. <laughs> I panicked. I panicked full swim. I'm only like four four feet deep in water. I go full breaststroke, like twelve feet in. And my wife's <laughs> like, "What is happening?" I'm like, "There's something in there." I'm never going in water again. I have not gone in the water since. Oh my! In a year. Yeah, it's awful. I'm going to have to get over this at some point, but it's not today. <laughs> so that was real. Yeah, that was, uh, I could feel it. I, I could feel your pain watching that. Video. I haven't played that game since it's, it's, it's a really beautiful game, but like there's these huge, like if you, as you progress, the things just get bigger and bigger. And I'm like, no, I'm just not going to play anymore. I, I don't, this isn't worth it. I'm glad everyone, you can laugh at me for a little bit. That's the point. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, awesome that you have a fear of water. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, speaking of games you play, do you mind sticking around to play a game that you play yourself on your own podcast in, in just a quick break? Sure, let's do it. All right, thank you. We'll be right back with Trevor May. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We are back on No Bunts with New York Mets pitcher Trevor May. Trevor, I was listening to your uh, May Contain Action Pod, and you play a game called Initials that you stole from KFAN in uh, Minnesota, a radio station, so shout out to them. And uh, we're stealing it from you here on No Bunts, and uh, thought that we could play it with you. Now, we picked a category just to explain the game here. We went movies, actors, TV shows. So what we're going to do here is give you initials of either a movie, an actor, or a TV show, and then we give you hints from vague to specific, and you got to guess uh, the initials that we're uh, talking about, all right? So uh, we'll fly through a, a few here. Good to go. F- first one, the initials are SH. First clue. Hypnosis. That's a vague one. I think you muted yourself, Trevor. I did. I don't know. I don't know how. 
how that happened. That's all right. So hypnosis. But, it's it's vague. It's vague. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it's t- yeah. I'm trying to copy your format. You were pretty vague to start. Uh, second clue. I'll go second clue. Tony Robbins. Joe Hal. Whoa! <laughs> Bang! I, I, what? He's the only, that's the only movie I know he's in. Uh, yeah, I didn't. And I just listened to a podcast with Jack Black in it and they mentioned Shallow Hal. Oh. That's weird. Like literally two days ago. So it's fresh in my mind. Wow, that's a freaking dinger. Um, I just, I didn't think Tony Robbins would be a giveaway at all, but. You're right. I don't know another movie. Is there another movie that Tony Robbins is in, JD? Uh, he probably is. Yeah, I don't. If there is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He was he he was pretty he was pretty in the mainstream there for about five years. So <laughs> he's probably in a couple mo- movies. Yeah. Actually, I see he's at Warriors games. I think uh, doing his thing uh, in the front row. Anyways, amazing, amazing. All right, second one. The initials are B C. Clue number one. Shallow. That's what we call a segue. Sort of. Um, shallow. BC, shallow. Bradley Cooper. Holy shit. <laughs> this guy's good. <laughs> Star is born. Hey, you was funny. You know you, that same podcast that I listened to, Jack Black, Bradley Cooper was. Are you guys just getting it from the Smartless podcast, like the guests? Because no, I had no idea. I had That's no so idea. So funny that either That's hilarious. No, I, I mean I, I went with a movie. From, Shell House from two thousand one. Like I didn't think it was. I know that. What are the chances? You were you, the yeah, and what? So Bradley Cooper was on Smartless. He was. Holy. F- <laughs> I guess those guys are like really good friends with him. I didn't know that. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. I'm, I mean, I know on on your podcast you you did Step Brothers and and so I thought Shallow Hal. You know, you would know the movie. Just I just figured. You know, maybe uh, I love Jack Black. Uh, yeah, everybody loves Jack Black. All right, <laughs> uh, next one. I E. First clue. Cheeky. I kind of want to just have you give me a second quote. I know what it is. <laughs> it's Idris Elba, but oh my god, this guy! Uh, what are the What are the other clues? DJ Big Driss. <laughs> yeah, no, I would have known immediately then. You would have known. I actually listen to his music too. I, I like his his, his style of music. Okay, because you're yeah, you DJ yourself. So you know, I, I I was catering to you somewhat. I know you like the word cheeky, but I didn't think you hit. And he's English. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be sexiest man alive, and then drug kingpin, and Luther. We got real, real easy at the end. Man, we're gonna fly through these. Uh, next one, JW. Will we okay. get? Will we get a slightly hard one here? First clue, Beagle. Beagle. Can we get past two clues? Can we do it? Second clue, Beagles. Beagle's not doing it. 1969 Ford Mustang. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm not really... I don't have any threads on this one. Mm. Yeah, thankfully, I this wasn't on a podcast you just listened to <laughs> uh, or, or a musician that you love. Oh, we'll see here. We'll see here. Uh, third clue. Ian McShane. 
I think I think we found a blind spot. Oh, whoa, whoa. In the Ford Mustang, we got a blind spot here. So it's Beagle, 1969 Ford Mustang, Ian McShane. Next clue, the Continental. Continental. I, I think that's a reference to... I want to say it's a reference to John Wick movies. We're just going John Wick. Right there. Hitman was the next clue. John, John Wick. Oh, JW. JW. Why, why am I thinking? You know what it is? Last three have been actors' names. Yeah. And that's what got me. Yeah. See, that's, that's what got me. Yeah. That, John Wick. Uh, I said it. Ha <laughs> Knew that. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say movie beforehand, but I, I, like that's half the battle in this game, I think, is just jumping from yeah. category to category. Uh, yeah, that is. If you just switch what which one of the three things it is, that's yeah, that's yeah, the way you get it. I would find it tough. Um, so maybe we're jumping to something else here. Maybe we're not. Next clue. Or next uh, initials, I should say. SJ. Okay. First clue. More initials. AI. SJ. Okay. Next clue, Woody Allen. Not to go all baseball on you, but I think that one's a bit of a bit of a curve, bit of a swerver on you right there. I think Woody, Woody Allen. Woody Allen, yeah. SJ. SJ is AI. Initials. AI. Okay. Third clue can sing. Can sing? Can sing, yeah. SJ are your initials. Okay. The fourth of five clues. Colin Jost. Oh, no. SJ can't sing. Woody Allen, AI. Oh, Joe's. So some do Saturday Night Live. Tangentially, not really. one spider initials are sj it's an actor i'll give you i'll say that <laughs> i figured it's a person yeah oh it's scarlett johansson yeah come on man <laughs> so so you want caught me there this yeah. is so weird but have you seen the segments where Che and Joe write jokes for each other at the end of every year? Yeah. Like in yeah, the yeah. last episode? Uh-huh. So Che wrote Joe a hilarious joke about Woody Allen. Oh. So I was like, where the where does where does Woody fit? And, uh, and then, but that's the point. So yeah. it's about Scarlet. So they always make fun of Scarlet, but I didn't understand it fully. The joke, I think. So I was like, I'm so caught up. <laughs> weekend update. Something weekend update. And then, you know, SJ's. Yeah. Spider. That makes sense. I got to ask Spider. Yeah. She she did a few movies with uh, with Woody way back. 
can sing. That's a that's an odd one. I was debating putting that. I didn't in. know she can sing. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was I was doing these with uh, my wife, and she's in uh, Sing Two, an animated movie. So she sings multiple songs, and she's she's very good. And I said he's not. Wa- I doubt he's watching Sing One <laughs> and Sing Two are the animated movies. I've only seen Sing One. So Sing Two is better. Uh, <laughs> all right, a few more here. The initials are H A. First clue: booby traps. Okay. A second clue: aftershave. <laughs> and I lost it. Uh. Joe Pesci. Oh, Home Alone. There she is. Home Alone. Mm -hmm. I thought that one was uh, fairly easy. Um, But we 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 have to go to three clues. This that's that's a lot for you so far. As uh, as our uh, people watching along, the bleacher creatures we call. He's so good talking about you. Yes, yes, he's kicking ass here. Uh, a few more initials. TC. Are we getting hard now or not? First clue, Ray Ferrier. I don't know who Ray Ferrier is. Mm. Mm. Probably known by their face, but I don't know the name. Second clue is Chief John Anderton. What was the initials again? T T C. T C. Ray Ferrier. Okay. Chief John Anderton. Third clue. Charlie Babbitt. J D made this one. J D, how do you feel about this one so far? <laughs> I think it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> uh, scared of four. Ethan Hunt. Yeah, I'm not gonna get this one. Uh, what's the fifth one? You're doing well. You're doing. You're doing well. Just, just flying through these. Because if you don't know these characters, Maverick is the last one. TC. TC. Oh, Tom Cruise. Tommy Cruise. Tom. So, uh, uh, what was the, what was the second clue again? John Anderton, Chief John Anderton. So uh, that's a reference to. That's a character he played in Minority Report. Okay, so that's... I had heard the Anderson part. I couldn't... The Chief thing got me. But I've seen Minority Report quite a bit. I uh, should have known that. Kind of disappointed. Maverick gave it over. So we got it. Um, all right. You're cooking here. I want to end it on a good note. Let's see this one. Um, initials are GF. Now... I don't know how I feel about this one, actually. Uh, first first clue is based on true events. We're giving it away with that, aren't we? No, we're not giving it away. We're giving the freaking category. We'll see, Tess. We'll see. Actually, we're not. We narrow it's it down. It's a movie. It's a movie. Or show. Yeah. See? Could be a show, but it's a movie. It's a, uh, it's a show. <laughs> uh, GF, okay. Second one is funny, bracket, like a clown. Funny. 
like a clown. Yeah. That's probably a quote. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, third clue is Henry Hill. That didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I hear you. Fourth clue is De Niro. G.F. De Niro. I don't know what... Oh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah, that's... It's a movie. I was, I, I was like, it's a TV show, and then I was like, it's a TV show. Then I just only thought of TV. I don't know what TV show is Nero in. Um, yeah, yeah. So we see. Funny like a clown. Yeah, there we go. There yeah, it okay. is. Now, yeah, it clicks. Um, there we go. Okay. Initials ST. First clue is D and D. D and D. Dungeons and Dragons. Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Incredible, incredible show. I can't say enough about this. Uh, I don't know if the Duffer brothers have ever made anything else, but they have absolutely crushed that show. You've they watched all, all the way through? Oh, my God. Like, the last season, I was like, this is... Or the last season we just watched, I'm like, this is being pulled together so well. Yeah. And I didn't know if that's what was happening in season three. Then season four came, like, no, no, it's all connected. They're not just making it up like Game of Thrones season by season. We're... <laughs> Where we we have a we have a master plan here, and they're tying it up with a bow, and uh, that's re- it's really really well written. I'm I'm loving it. I agree. Yeah, the final season really has uh, made me feel good about watching the whole thing. Um, all right, last one. The initials are RD. First clue: diamonds. Okay. Second clue, colorful cast. Diamonds. RD. Movie, TV show, or actor. RD. Diamonds, colorful cast. Okay. Third clue, like a virgin. Oh no. Okay. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Directorial debut. Oof. Uh You didn't like that clue? No, it's I Yeah, it doesn't really give it to me. Yeah, that's you know it'll come to you. Uh last clue. Severed ear. Severed ear. You want me to go through the clues? Well, this one's. I feel bad. I, like I'm. I, so it's close. Yeah. Like you know, I, <laughs> those all sound vaguely familiar. Right. I'm not seeing connection. RD. It's in uh, directorial debut. It's older-ish. Severed ear. got me wow wow we debated this one reservoir dogs reservoir dogs okay yeah no it's i need to i need to watch reservoir dogs again i thought about doing it the other night it's been a little bit mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Shoot. That's all right. That was his debut, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the uh, thing. That's that's the sort. Of, if you know that one, that's kind of the sort of a giveaway, I guess. But not, you know, that's the one I kick myself. Actually, JD came up with this one. I couldn't get it at first. Then Dirk Troyal debut. It's like <laughs> fuck. Yeah. The ear, the ear should have gave it away. Yeah, that's what the I thought the, the, gimmick, yeah. the gimmick was. But uh, it's an older movie, ninety-one. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you did well though. Oh my god. Killed it! Isn't this a great game? By the way, <laughs> I, I love. By the way, the, the guys at uh, W fan or K fans sorry, W fans here. Uh, they, uh, they, they're they, they're deep. Uh, you should probably listen to one of their view. Their 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 version of this show, this game is insanely hard. Yeah. Um, but they pick, they pick one. So I what I do is I pick. I'll sometimes change up the initials category by category they do one set of initials and it's like 10 different things of those same initials so like the things that they could be it just ranges to anything yeah so like so i made it like more doable because i played and i'm good at games like this i played with them and i got zero yeah because they're it's it the category is it's it's limitless everything it could be anything well that and they're like professionals and it's also there's four of you and whoever answers first so like they're fast too so i couldn't be fast enough i could have gotten two or three of them but i just wasn't fast enough Mm -hmm. like they were getting them in one clue someone would have it after one clue every time yeah that that was anyone ever score besides you guys i uh yeah i I haven't listened to it i mean that was too much to wrap my head around when when you brought that up that it could literally be rolling pin like right it could be you know it could be I'll anything never forget, like db was like dilly bar and they're like birch or balsam wood and i'm like balsam wood and they're like dilly bar the sticks made of balsam i'm like what who knows that nobody knows that what is happening they're like you know it if you're from minnesota because i guess they're from minnesota <laughs> i didn't know that oh, what the hell those uh, are cheating that is hilarious <laughs> Um, all right, Trevor, thank you so much for coming on and uh, kicking the snot out of initials. We appreciate it. Good luck with the rehab. Um, I'm sure you'll kick the snot out of that as well. You can find Trevor on the Make and Take Action Pod, on his stream. I am Trevor May everywhere on every social media. Um, so thank you so much, Trevor. Really, really, really appreciate you coming on. No buts. Of course. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You're awesome. Good luck. Thank all right. You. We got to take a quick break, but after this break, tweet of the night. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. One more great product from LinkedIn. You're there to network, you're there to look for jobs, you're there to post jobs, and how about LinkedIn Sales Navigator? It's a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals such as job changes or which accounts you should prioritize and shows you hidden allies so you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you the most up-to-date first-party data enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash baseball show. That is linkedin.com slash baseball show for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash baseball show and get started. 
If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Reddick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Back with no bonds. Yeah, basketball Twitter is a thing, but baseball Twitter is also a thing. So we've borrowed Tweet of the Night from No Dunks. Here it is. Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet off. This is a good tie-in. With no dunks, because it's fruit-related. Uh, like our man Lee Ellis, uh, the Yankees' Garrett Cole loves his fruit. He absolutely loves it. This was a heck of a clip tweeted by Yes Network. This is uh, Garrett Cole in the dugout chomping fruit. Here we go, baby. Wow. Um, uh, just <laughs> hoofing it down. Absolutely. Uh, he is a vacuum, and I think he opened it. But first, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, he did. And uh, here he goes on the oranges, which is a little bit more normal, I would say. He's not He's not really getting the pulp, though. Yeah. Like, he's just sort of sucking the juice out of it. Which but... is wrong. Right. I would say. Eat yeah. the fruit. Well, it's the fiber, right? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I, res- I would respect him more if he ate the rind and the peel. <laughs> yes. Because that's that stuff is good for you, but the the first part, I mean, really, we showed that clip not so much for the orange, but for the the hoovering of the banana. But first, uh, not 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 from the the I, you called the bottom, right? Is that yeah? I would say the bottom. I, I would love to hear Lee's thoughts on that because I feel like he really wasn't enjoying the banana. No, no, no. Like no. he was, you know, Lee. He eats what three or four bananas a day, but I can't. I've never seen him do that. Yeah. I have seen him take like a half a banana and just sort of shove it in his mouth. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Garrett Cole looked like he needed to get out there. He for... needed to be somewhere, but you got three outs, right? Like you, you got time, right? <laughs> no, no. Baseball is a fast game these days. <laughs> really? No, no uh, it is not. No, I guess maybe he decided that uh, with. Maybe that was the third out just happened. That's what it looked right, like to me, yeah. and that he needed to eat that. Oh, banana. suddenly I have to eat fruit. Like you've had two outs to get there, though. Maybe it was like a double play, and then I don't know. Yeah, so that was uh, <laughs> that was phenomenal. Uh, a quick little clip there. A quick tweet of the night. Garrett Cole, Garrett Swole, as he's called in some <laughs> places. I thought that Garrett Swole uh, Photoshop was a real thing for a while. That's how much I know about baseball. Uh, no, that was uh, a, a phenomenal show having. Uh, our first baseball player here on the show. It was great. Thanks to uh, to Trevor May. Make sure you check out No Breaks tomorrow. Uh, another guest, Michelle Beadle, will be joining Trey Kirby on No Breaks on Wednesday, uh, July 27th, just to get your dates right. Make sure we check out uh, Skeets and I talked about the Kevin Durant to Boston 
possibility that ain't gonna happen sure feels like that is just a rumor floating out there to give us stuff to talk about uh that was fun um but yeah here we are we'll probably have another basketball show a little later in the week after no breaks yeah and we gotta play initials again that was fun that was really fun yeah it was good that was good i'm glad uh i'm glad i heard that on on trevor's podcast because you know a lot of different ways you can go with it too no you're right in terms of topics yeah. yeah, you're you're a trivia guy. You would love I, it. I do enjoy trivia. It was very hard writing the the ones that I wrote. I was just it was impossible. Not impossible, but it was difficult. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. You kind of I find I write the stuff I know. You know, I write the the characters I yeah. know and what they've been in, um, which isn't you know I don't have the vast knowledge of you guys. So to for him to know shallow Hal right. off the bat, <laughs> like shallow Hal came to me. For some weird reason, and maybe because I heard or I saw in the shallow, in the shallow of uh, Coop, yeah, yeah. Coop Dog and, and Lady Gaga, and so I connected those two because I always connect connect things. Right. And then he, Bradley Cooper was on Smartless. Yeah. Which is a good putt. It's a great well. putt. It's a great putt. All right. Uh, again, thanks to Trevor May. Make sure you check out our other stuff. But for now, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, the Mets' Trevor May once missed a minor league start because he dunked so (laughs) hard. Embrace the night, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.